I want you to listen to this, guys. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words. Has anybody said harsh words before? <laughs> yeah, me too. But we're, we're going to work on that, okay? Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, which means saying something that's not true about somebody else, slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Ephesians 4.32. Let's go to the next verse that I got for you. But Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. What this means is we're going to get we're going to be around all kinds of people all the time. And sometimes those people are going to aggravate us. They're going to do things that that we don't think is right. But if we're prepared right from the get go to know that people are going to do stuff that irritates us, that offends us. The truth is we're naughty sometimes, too. We offend our God at times but we know that he is quick to forgive us, that he is gracious to forgive us. And there's also something more. Let's go to the other ones in Matthew. Put, please. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. So there's, there's two things that I want you to get a hold of. One is, is that to be, to, to be pleasing to our God, knowing that he's going to be quick to forgive us, we need to really work at being quick to forgive others. The other thing is, is that we can get trapped in these places. If we read this, if we are, but if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive you of your sins. So what it's saying is we can get, by holding, by holding something against something somebody else, actually we can put ourselves in a trap where God is trapped to, for, to hold something against us until we learn to forgive others the way that he is going to forgive us so let's pray real quick um we're going to go into this further and it'll get even easier to understand but whoever's got the mic you pray with me Heavenly father i just want to thank you for blessing us with a beautiful day today and just uh helping everybody get here safely and so we can worship the lord with you and just Lord, just use uh, John Paul as your portal today to get through us, or get through to us with your message, and just be with us through everyday lives and keep us safe. And as we go through the rest of the week, and just be with us, and we love you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You know what? Those are hard verses, and I never really like going through them because I don't like that that part that God is going to hold something from us until we figure something out. But the truth of it is is that it's right there in scripture and we have to deal with it there's some more as we're as as in this new year we're preparing to better understand ourselves uh the gifts that we come with um the sin problems that we fight and then also um ultimately as we understand ourselves better my hope is is that each and every one of us here is going to ultimately seek what we're called to do with those gifts as we overcome our sin problems. Um, I want to, before we get going, I want to talk to you a little bit about horse training. This horse here belongs to uh, Greg and Delana and Anna. I think about her a lot because 
20 years ago, I would have had a hard time getting along with her. She's a little bit hot. She gets a little bit offended when I deal with her in certain ways. And uh, she can be a little pushy. 20 years ago, I would have chose to gone at it real firm and harsh. 15 years ago, I would have tried to compromise some of that, but still would have struggled with her. Five years ago, I would have had a lot better understanding of her. Um, and today, crazy as it sounds, I really, really enjoy her. Um, what I found was, is over time, what I thought was a problem with the horse, what I thought was a trainable problem, actually was a problem on my part I didn't understand her I didn't understand this type of horse I didn't understand how to make them react in a positive way as I've matured in my understanding it's helped me to train this kind of horse and even got to the place where I enjoy them it's a it's it's a challenge um but I can feel all this talent and all this, you know, my business, all this cow inside of her that wants to come out if I can find the right triggers to help her react in a positive way. So it is with us people. What You know, as we're starting in this new year of self-discovery, and as we discover ourselves, there's this, there's this amazing thing that I'm starting to really understand is happening. With more self-discovery, we understand other people better. And as we understand other people better, they become a lot less offensive to us. And so I, I would like to go to Colossians, the third chapter. And we're going to read from there for a little while. And we're going to let that open up to us. And we're going to start right in the beginning. Put right in the first, Colossians 3, verse 1. It says, it's, it's the title is Living the New Life. And we're just going to roll on down through here, so you'll have to keep up. But um, since you have been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, the goals, where we're headed. You know, we all, everyone in this room has gotten trapped with what's going on with us today, how this impacts us today how successful we'll be if we do certain things, and we get in this trap of how what's going on right now, and we lose, we lose the reality of where this is going to end up ultimately, the realities of heaven, the realities of our eternity and our eternal home. But let's, let's go forward for a little bit. So set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits at the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 2. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, for you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. This week I see this verse in a way that I had never really seen it before. For you have died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. We can't die to something if we don't know what it is we can't die to we've got these we've got these ways of being 
that are not healthy for us. We've started discovering them last week. As, as we're on this journey of self-discovery, we have these traps in our personality that set, and we have these habitual problems that keep showing up throughout our life over and over, and we don't even know why. It's because we're wired a certain way, and we set these traps that we can die to through Christ. But I believe, I'm coming to believe, that the first step is knowing what they are. It's really hard to get rid of something that's plaguing us if we don't know what it is. So let's read on a little bit further. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Verse 3 again. For you have died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse 4. And when Christ, who is your life, so there's two things. One, we're dying to this thing that keeps plaguing us in our life. Two is we know that truly for us to be fulfilled, for us to be truly successful, for us to be great in this life and even greater in the one to come, that our real life is in Christ. So let's read four again. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. And I'm... I promise you, when you say that, there's no way that it doesn't sound kind of exciting. When you all of a sudden you think, we can share in the glory of the king of the world. We can share in the righteousness of the king of kings, lord of lords, of the creator of all creation. And we can share in that. That's amazing stuff right there. So when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory isn't that an amazing word in there he is not going to hold any of it back from us as we step forward in this first step is understanding ourselves and this thing that keeps showing up in our lives this thing that we need to die to step two is step into him where our real life is so we can have this amazing future that he promises here and forever Verse 5, and here it is. Here it talks about, it kind of summarizes what I've been talking about. Verse 5, so put to death the sinful earthly things, and I love the way this says that, so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. This thing is sneaking up on you. We talked about it earlier we got to know what it is before we know what it looks like when it shows up. And it's sneaking up on us. Think about your life. How many times have you ended up in that spot? And you're like, oh, I, I'm just going to use me for an example. I will be like, John Paul, you of all people, how did you end up here again? You should know better. I did, but what I, was, what I was seeing was the symptoms. I wasn't aware of the problem. I wasn't aware of my sin self that was lurking in the shadows waiting to sabotage my life one more time. Are you following me here? Can you feel it? The truth of it? So put to death, we got to know what it is that we're fighting, the sinful earthly things lurking, hiding, sneaking up on you, within you. 
and now it starts talking. Now we're back to some symptoms, triggers, like, woo. when this shows up, we know this thing's this thing that's been lurking in us is attacking right here. It's on us. So it says, have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. That's just a short list of the things that plague us. But, th but it's biggies, and e every one of us fights these things right here, least part of them, have nothing to do with, there's the trigger, it shows up, the fight's on, it's been lurking in us. How did it show up here again? Because we weren't paying attention, we didn't know what the real problem was. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy. What's the opposite of greedy? gracious how do we overcome greedy it's like hey you know what why don't i just give you my shirt too don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world verse six uh, because these sins anger because these sins the anger of god is coming i hate that part i wish it wasn't even in here but there it is. But here it is now, as we understand, as we've grown a better understanding of ourselves, as we and as we've grown a better understanding of ourselves, we better understand others. And when they react in a way that used to offend us, when they act when they react in a way that makes them hard to train, the problem isn't theirs. The problem is our understanding. What we thought was anger, what we thought was, was offense on our part, truly, I'm coming to understand, was ignorance. We just didn't know how to deal with them. So we got frustrated, and in our frustration, it showed up as offense or anger. But the, but the frustration, if you get to the bottom of it, it's ours because we didn't understand them. How do we get to understand them better? I got to believe that the first step is understanding ourselves better. As we go on a mission to better understand self, and then as we get a, and we start peeling all of that back, and some of it's ugly, and certain types of us really don't want to deal with it. But the truth of the matter is, as we peel back ourselves, then it's a lot easier to understand somebody else. You know, this earlier this week, I was talking to my friend Mindy Voorhees. And she, our, our, our upbringing was kind of similar in two different ways. Her mother died when she was 17. My mother died when I was six. And so we were, we were raised, we were both raised in ways of, of, our fathers both dealt with us in a very similar way. My dad did a great job. And what he did is he took, uh, took me and he brought, took me to work. From the time I was six years old until today, the one thing I know how to do is work. And he put me in that spot, and I'm thankful for it. However, along in there when I was 18, 19, 20, 40, 50, I struggled with 
thinking that other people thought the same way that I did. When I was when we were first married, I was sure that her mind lo- worked like mine did. It was quite shocking to both of us. <laughs> and we still struggle with that from time to time today. I wasn't very well prepared, but as I've grown to understand myself better, then I can understand her better, and it's a lot easier for me to share grace to shed grace upon her when she reacts in a way that's different than the way that I would react. Not wrong, just different. Seemed wrong at the time. Now I look at it, it's not wrong, it's just different. And even if it is wrong, why should that offend me? This is is her journey, her walk, or him, or whoever you're talking about. Let's read on just a little further, please. You used to do these things when your when your life was still part of this world. My hope, my prayer is today in our understanding that for many of us today is the last day that we're offended by somebody else's actions. That we're angered by somebody else's actions. If we're, I want you to remember, if we're in offense or if we're angry because the way somebody else has acted, the problem is not theirs. It's in our understanding. It's really a frustration problem at our own ignorance. How do we overcome it? We overcome the ignorance. We grow to understand them better. In that, I believe, first, we've got to understand ourselves better. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. Verse 8. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Anything that's not good for you, let's just get rid of it. Says easy, comes a little harder, I know. Don't lie to each other. For you've stripped off your old nature, your old sinful nature, and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature. What is this new nature of? I think it starts with understanding and springboards right into love. Don't it? Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and to become like him. Oh, praise God. He has forgiven me of so many trespasses. As we become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter. In this new life, it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter where we came from. We're new. We're, we, are, we think different than we used to. We've got this new spot springboarding off of. We understand ourselves better. We're seeking to, and we're seeking to understand others better, and we know if there's a trigger where we're frustrated or angry or offended it's just because we don't understand it yet it's not their problem put on this new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and to become like him verse 11 and in this new life it doesn't matter if you are jew or gentile circumcised uncircumcised barbaric uncivilized slave or free christ is all that matters and he lives in us all
I love the beginning of this. I believe that the whole pivotal point of this message is in the beginning. And in this new life, it doesn't matter where we came from. It doesn't matter where they came from. What matters is Christ through us is going to help us understand it. Going to understand ourselves, avoid the pitfalls we set for ourselves, understand them so we can show some grace towards them, understand them so we can pray them through the rough spots that are headed to their life, same as they're headed to ours. Pray with me, will you please? Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the realities of your word. Thank you for every time we read your word, it is so uplifting, it is so encouraging, and it is so cotton-picking convicting at the same time. It can be really heavy. But the truth of it all, there's such freedom in there. There's such release. There's such, there's such freedom from the bondage of the way we've lived up to this point in time in so many ways. I just praise you for that. Father, I pray that if there's anybody in here today that has never received you as their Lord and Savior, that today is the day. Today is the day that they, right now as I'm praying, that they're like, you know what? I'm going to sign up with the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the one that can truly give me freedom, the one that is hiding my true life. And Father, I pray for those of us that have, that have been avoiding being obedient by stepping up into the things you're calling us to and we know what they are. Or for those of us that have been avoiding being obedient because we haven't seeked out to even find out what you're calling us to. Father, I just ask that you would uh, forgive us first and with this new open mind today that you would that you would reflect to us where you'd have us go. Uh, Father, I pray if anybody is coming to you right now that uh, that you would just that you would just encourage them to share it with somebody. And I pray for this body pray that as you grow us and you teach us that we would be able to impact our community with your love and i pray this in jesus name amen